happy Thanksgiving. So excited for you to be joining me on this Thursday as some of you are spending time with family. Maybe some of you are serving out there. Um, Kudos to all of you. I hope you get a well-refreshed day. I hope you make lots of memories. I hope you make new memories. I hope you get to make new connections out there. So the last few weeks, I've been talking about forgiveness. Last week, I I talked about... uh, guilt and the importance of letting both of those go so that you can release that and surrender over to the father and allow him to restore and renew your spirit but also help you um, make healthy boundaries and to also be able to heal from that Uh, because if you don't if you let go of things and you give things over to god but you don't allow yourself to heal it can be kind of a sticky situation if something triggers it and reopens that wound. It's kind of like a band-aid that's on a scab and you pull it back too quickly without it healing and it's like a big ouch moment. Uh, but going through that and studying, I wanted to talk a little bit about how sometimes whenever we go through certain things in life that we tend to sometimes lose ourselves. And I don't mean that we lose it and go through a midlife crisis in our 30s. I'm talking about sometimes we just lose who we are in those moments. And and from that, we can sometimes have a spiraling down kind of situation. You know, it may bring up depression and anxiety, sometimes suicidal thoughts. I know that's not something that's always publicly spoke out there. But there might be a time in your life that you might, it might have crossed your mind. Uh, I know as a teenager, it was tough for me. You know, a teenager in my early 20s, I did think about it. I never acted on it because I didn't want uh, the, I guess, the consequences of my actions to flow over into my family because I loved them so much. And I think that sometimes is what helped me push through those moments. Um, Like I've said before, I didn't know Christ growing up. It wasn't until my mid-20s that he really got a hold of me. And I'm so grateful that he did because my life has been so much abundantly blessed um, since I have totally stepped all in, two feet in with him, and just allowed him to take over my life. So, uh, you know, many of us, we tend to lose ourselves throughout life. You know, I said that just a few moments ago. Um, Causes that we could that could trigger us losing ourselves could be relationships. And I'm not talking about just relationships with your partner. I'm talking about friendships. There could be friendships that you are going through that are just not healthy. And through those moments, if you are an addict and you are hanging around addicts, more than likely you're going to relapse, especially if you're in the first part of your recovery. If you are in an abusive relationship, Nine times out of ten, you're going to be very timid. You're going to be isolated. You're going to, uh, you're going to be fake because if you are in an abusive relationship, whether it's physical or uh, verbal, you will act a different way in that situation versus out of that situation around other people, and that is not a healthy environment. Um, I have unfortunately been down both of those paths, but I think. Now, if I wouldn't have been able to go through that, I wouldn't be able to reach some of you out there. I don't think we'd be able to relate. And I love how God uses the messes into messages, as uh, I've heard our pastor say. You know, even you can lose yourself within a career. If you are in a career and you are just not finding joy going to work every day, 
or you are just like, man, I got to go back. I don't want to deal with this. This is so negative. Uh, it may be a job that just messes with your mental health. You got to pray through that. You have to ask God to open another door, um, give you another opportunity to work in a different aspect, or maybe change the situation and where you're at. Maybe it's a different spot in your company. Maybe it is he's going to bring someone in that has the same beliefs and the desires for you, and it will help you find joy in your workplace again. Uh, you know, through family and friends, you can tend to lose yourself. There's been times in my life that I have felt like I have give, give, gived, and no one has given back to me. And that is not me saying, oh man, I wish people did more for me, blah, 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 blah. Because I love to serve. I love to do for others. But there is a time that you have to realize that you are allowing people to take, take, take from you. And when that take, take, take becomes unhealthy and they start abusing it, then you have to kind of reevaluate the situation in that um, you know, friendship or with that family member, you have to set up that boundary so that you're not being used no more because it can harm you, uh, spiritually. It can harm you financially. It can harm you mentally. And you have to be able to withstand and persevere through those moments and just eventually say like, I'm not going to allow this anymore. It is so hard to do that. Uh, I have been in many situations with family that have take, 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 and I've just had to eventually just cut them off. Um, it has hurt. It has sucked. I'm just going to say it. But eventually, through God's love and him just showing me, like, that was that was what I wanted you to do. Um, it, you can heal from it, and you can learn from it, and you can share that with someone else who may be feeling the same way. Another situation that you can lose yourself, and I am sure all of us have been through it, is life events. And I'm not talking about our, you know, our birthdays and Christmases and holidays. I'm talking about death. Whenever we lose someone, unexpectedly for sure, we are never prepared for that. That is not something that we're going to get kind of like a, I guess, a preview or a, a sign that it's going to happen. So you don't get to prepare yourself. You know, losing my dad unexpectedly was so traumatizing. For so long, I would not answer my phone because I was so scared that it was going to be someone else on the other line telling me I've lost another family member or, or I've lost a friend. Uh, I would not check my voicemail for many, many years because that is how... I found out that my dad had passed was unfortunately through a voicemail. And I think the person who left the voicemail was just so in shock that she didn't realize that she did it. But for so long, I did not check my voicemail. Um, sickness can also be a life event that you start losing yourself in. Being diagnosed with something that is uncurable. Something that there is nothing that you could have done in your life to change that diagnosis. You know, um, I've had family members who have been diagnosed with cancer, completely healthy, done everything right, but then have had cancer. Um, it's so heartbreaking to see that and just to see how just that label of diagnosis can transform somebody's emotions. That they can go from a positive, active person to someone who is in a depression state, someone who isolates and secludes themselves. 
another way that you can sometimes lose yourself is financial. Uh, it could be whether you have started a job or a career or whatever it is and you're getting more money. You can lose yourself by having more access to more money and getting all these material things that you don't really need. But on the flip side of that, if you are financially struggling, if you are worried about when your next paycheck is coming, if you're going to make it to next paycheck, that can be something that starts a spiral out. You could be freaking out. You could start doing things that to make money that are not God's will. And um, if you are out there with any of these struggles, then you can definitely relate to this message today. If you know someone who's going through something like this, maybe share it with them. Maybe someone's God has put someone on your heart when you've heard things. Share it with them. Give them some encouragement because I'm going to give some stuff today that is going that is going to be able to help you change that perspective and help you find yourself through all of these relationships, career issues, family issues, the life events that happen, you know. And with losing yourself, there comes so many things that can cause it to have different emotions. So I've talked about the events that can happen. Now I'm going to just kind of bring the emotions that could happen to all of these events that could cause you to lose yourself. Um, and I do have some scripture. So if you are one of my note takers out there, I love my avid note takers. Uh, I encourage you to write these down. I encourage you to pray over them, share them with somebody, uh, because they're all something that I'm going to give is going to be something that every single one of us, every single one of you out there who is listening has dealt with this or dealing with it right now in this moment. Um, the first emotion I want to talk about is depression. Uh, and if, this is going to be from Isaiah 41.10. And it says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and I will help you out. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So in a few episodes a few weeks ago, I met with my sister-in-law, Jen, and she talked about this scripture. And she talked about how she could never do things alone because God is always right there with her. And I completely agree with that. He is always right there. He is always going to help us with any situation that we're going through. Depression is something that is out there publicly. You see it all the time, the commercials for the medications, things like that. I used to work in psychiatry, so it is something that I saw throughout so many patients. I've struggled with it. And how my depression had is, because I still have it, but I work through it, uh, thankfully, without medication now, but... Um, it's kind of like a cycle. I didn't have that ongoing depression. I had cycling depression, meaning that there would be within my moods that would trigger it. Maybe I would see something. A lot of times it had to do with um, seeing my friends or family announcing a pregnancy. That would trigger something because of my situation. That would be something. Or I would somebody would bring something up that would make me think of my dad and or my relationship with my mom and that would kind of trigger a couple day depression and it's hard getting out of that but I love that the scripture that says do not fear for I am with you because when we're in those depression states sometimes we have fear we have fear of not being able to do things that we need to do or being able to overcome these these emotions and I just love how that scripture really brings it out uh the second one that I want to share is going to be the emotion of anxiety. 
Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious in anything, but in everything, prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known to God. I love that. And I love talking about prayer. Some things throughout the day can trigger anxiety. And and meaning anxiety, like that feeling of, man, I got to get this all done. I have to get this all done or I'm not, you know, I I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Or maybe anxiety of things that are unknown. Uh, Maybe it's something that you have an event coming up and you're not sure if you're going to be able to get everything done. All these anxieties. Uh, Being in a crowd of people because of the whole COVID situation for almost two years, we've somewhat been isolated. So, you know, for me getting into a large crowd other than church, I guess because church is just so comfortable for me, but like going to an event or going to a concert, I kind of have those like anxiety moments and I kind of have to catch my breath and just take a deep breath and realize like, it's okay. He's, I'm covered by the blood. He is with me. Everything is going to be fine. And that's when you have to just find things that work for you. I know breathing, deep breaths in and out help. I know listening to meditation works. Um, reading particular scripture can help you work through anxiety. Um, sitting in a dark room. I know that sounds a little creepy, but sometimes that will help because it will block everything out and you can focus on your breathing. Um, All those things work. The third one I want to share is feeling worthless. In Ephesians 2.19, it says, Whenever you feel unloved, unimportant, or insecure, remember to whom you belong to. And you belong to the Father. You are a daughter of the King. You are worthy. You are beautiful. You are enough. And you have to remember that and you have to tell yourself that whenever you're in those low moments whenever you feel worthless whenever you feel unqualified um unhelpful maybe the enemy is trying to put doubt in your head john 10 10 says the enemy will come to still kill and destroy and he will come to still kill and destroy your emotions your relationship friends family all those things that we talked about earlier that's what he likes to do he likes to feed off of your emotion and if you get one negative thought in your mind that is power for the enemy to come in and you have to resist that you have to be able to push him out and step step on his head and say not today get under my feet get behind me I will not tolerate it the last one I want to give you is loneliness uh Matthew 28 20 says I am with you always to the very end of age You must trust in the Lord and give your whole heart to him and believe that his path in life for you is the right path. You know, when we start falling short of ourselves, we have to rely on our faith. And that's where I want to talk about kind of the leap of faith. We've all heard it. Um, We've heard people talk about it in, you know, during sermons or just in, in talk. And with that quote of a leap of faith, it Faith is something that is uncertain of what the future holds, but you put your trust in God and you believe in him. Faith is so important for your salvation. I want you to grasp that, that it is so important for your salvation. You can read about it in Hebrews 11 um, and all through it. Hebrews 11 and uh, 12 and 13 are great. Talk. Uh, they talk about faith. Um, it talks about the Hall of Fame of Faith. It, it would be a good read if you could do that. But verse 1 in Hebrews 11 says, Now faith is the assurance of all things hoped for, the convic- conviction of things not seen. 
it's funny that this quote, leap of faith, some people don't understand that God doesn't expect us to do it, but he expects us to believe in him and his words and his promises. So God doesn't expect us to do it, that leap of faith. He expects us to believe in him and his promises. Our faith must portray what we believe in, that God is real, that he is worthy, that he is the truth, he is the way, he is the life. And his promises are always fulfilled. They not may not be fulfilled in our time, but they are fulfilled in his time. You know, uh, we must remember that when we rely on faith, anything is possible. Anything is possible. And once you grasp that and really get a hold of that concept, the leap of faith, I believe that it transforms into the other uh, quote that you always hear is walking by faith. Walk by faith. Walk by faith, not by sight. We've all heard it. Some of us have it tattooed. (laughs) Uh, You know, we might have it on something hanging up in our household, but that is fully trusting God and everything he has placed in for us. There is a lady in our church who her husband has had two brain aneurysms and the doctors have said that he will not survive, that he will never come out of it. And if he does, he will never walk again. But I believe that by her faith and her obedience to Christ and her faithfulness to him through that was exactly what healed her husband is exactly what brought him back to church when he is walking and talking right now. And that is nothing but God. And it is so beautiful to have been able to watch her and how she portrays herself and showing up to church, even though things are going and just continuing to serve and just by her faith has been an extraordinary example for so many of us. And, uh, It's just incredible. And I just hope that I can continue to move forward. And I hope that you can continue to move forward to have that kind of faith as well. But when you understand this and you start walking by faith, you will be able to deal with the relationships, the career paths, the family and friends, the life events that I talked about. And you will be surprised that the emotions that I talked about as well, how you will be able to persevere through them when you go through them and the word that you will cling to and the spirit of knowing that you're going to go through them, but you're going to go through them with faith. The depression cycles will no longer attack you. You will be able to cease the anxiety. The feeling of worthless and unqualified will be restored with worthiness and understanding that God will qualify you wherever he places you. You know, you will be able to restore relationships and allow God to bring nothing but positive relationships into your life. You know, something that has helped me with my emotions and trying to work through them when I have no words to speak out loud or try to explain to somebody is I just get in that quiet time with God. And anyone who ever asks me, how do I get through it? How do I... uh, persevere through that. What do I do? And it's just journaling. It's journaling my thoughts out on paper. I tell some of my, the people that I mentor is if you have something that you need to get out and you don't ever want no one to know, but just give, give it between you and God, but you got to get it out, write it on paper, rip it out, burn it, trash it, shred it. I don't care, but just get it out. Don't let it continue to fester inside so that it doesn't um, continue to hinder your spirit 
or attach itself to anything or just make a spiraling out. You don't want to do that, you know. And then I go into kind of scripture and then I tell them, you know, write it out in the journal. Get into the get into the word. Read the verse before and after so you truly understand it. Maybe read the whole passage. And again, do this during your quiet time when there is no one around you to distract you from your your time with him, you know. Today I just want you, I think I think I just want you today or tomorrow or tonight or whenever you get time is to just jot down some feelings on paper. Even if it's just a scratch piece of paper. I promise whatever you're needing to release, once you write it down, it will be a game changer. Once you get it out, it will transform that emotion. It will no longer be a hold of you. It will no longer be a, a label. And I encourage you to do that. Maybe do it with with a someone in your household. Maybe do it with a sister. If you have a mentor, do it with your mentor. Or if you just want to do it with just you and God, just do it. I encourage you to do that. Don't allow yourself to get lost in the things that we go through in life. The relationships, the careers, the family and friends, the life events. Don't allow depression, anxiety, and feeling worthless and the loneliness hinder you or be something that chains you down to where you cannot excel or propel where God wants you to be. Today, I'm just going to close this out in prayer. I hope this was a word that was something that someone needed to hear. I actually just saying it out loud and going through and just letting the Spirit do its thing. It's It was a great refresher for me. I love how the Spirit speaks to me. I love how that happens, and I'm praying that that happens for you. So wherever you're at right now, I want you to just um, stop what you're doing, close your eyes, put your hands up, whatever you do when you go into prayer, and I just want to close this out. Um, Father God, we come to you together to pray for one another as well as ourselves. Father, I ask that you rid any toxic thoughts that are in our minds today. And let us rest well, knowing that tomorrow's a new start. It's a new beginning. I ask that you comfort me and allow me to open up bigger than ever before. To receive your words that were spoken right now. Let your words be the game changer that I needed to hear. That we needed to hear together. To lift us back up, to set us a fire inside of us. I pray for anyone who is struggling with these things that we spoke about today. The depression, the anxiety, the self-worthlessness, the loneliness, all these emotions. I pray that you replace them with joy and self-love. I pray that my friends and my family, as well as myself, continue to take the leap of faith and understand that walking by faith and trusting only you, Lord, to be the lamp that is our light in the darkness. I pray for acceptance and reassurance as we go through the week. Your mighty, mighty power and grace is all around us. In your name we pray. Amen.